Welcome to another of my podcast episodes. You are now tuned in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. I am Alfreda, your host, bringing you the most. This evening, I come on this podcast because today, 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 I've been lying still and just communing with God and I thank God for this day this day and every other day but I've been being still in the presence of God and I've been studying God's word and I've been studying throughout the day on different mothers that were listed in the Bible and I came to that study because the beginning of this month it's so ironic God had me to begin to pray about mothers and the way children should love their mothers and last month and the month before God had me praying for children and that the children will begin to be raised in the admiration of the Lord because so many children I I just keep feeling in my spirit would choose the wrong way you know that's one of my most most favorite songs by Yolanda Adam what about the children because to ignore them is so easy and so many innocent children she writes would choose the wrong way. And I'm constantly seeing things that happen on the news and things that go on with young people. And my heart of compassion really goes out because the prior two months, I kept praying and asking God, what has gone wrong with the hearts of children? And God began to take me in a direction to look at the parents, you know, the head, because our children, you know, and all those who don't know, I have six children, and all our children, you know, a lot of what we imparted in them and what we imparted over them, the things we said and the things we did and the things we did not do has caused damage to the point that they grow up and they never face that damage. And then there are certain things, as God has always instructed me to know, is that even in the atmosphere, some things are just assigned to you that comes at you and you can't figure out why it's coming and where it's coming from. But these are things that generate from spiritual wickedness in high places. But I'm not going to stay on this podcast because too long tonight. Because um, the message that I've been studying, the mothers that I've been studying in the scripture, you know, the Lord's will, I know the Lord's will. My schedule is scheduled already for tomorrow, but sometime between now and Monday, the Lord's will. I know it's imperative to release this message, but I've been just studying and just trying to pray for mothers, you know, mothers who are raising children, mothers who have adult children, 
And I've been praying for children that the the household will begin to bring back a foundational teaching of God. And I mean in the right way. And I know so many people have chose the wrong way and they've lost their way and they got out of going to church and then even going to church, some of them go for attendance and they really have not comprehended. You know, and there's been a great falling away of the saints and then the elderly people and the older people who led and guided us and directed us and laid and prayed for us and interceded when we was out and about and didn't even understand It's been a great falling away of those elders because as they got older and they passed on, it's like my generation, the people between, I say, 50 and and 75 got caught up in a whole nother dispensation of time. And oftentimes I noticed people were used to be considered elders when they was in that age after 50. Now they have became more competitive with the younger generation and keeping up with them opposed to back in the old school days. You know, they were home cooking and praying and, and <clears throat> excuse me, and passing out words of wisdom. So a lot has changed in time, and I I do understand that evolution brings about a change. But one thing I am here to say, and I'm going to close out this episode today, is that it's so important that we begin to teach our children, no matter what has changed in the world, that God has not changed. God is still the same. His words say he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And even remind ourselves, you know, we have to know and understand this, that it's not okay a lot of the things we think we're doing and we're saying, and we just hope that God understands and his grace and mercy covers us. But there comes a point in time in our life when we become kingdom-minded that we do carry an accountability for what we continue to carry down through the years. And although it may not be an easy thing to do to be transformed by the renewing of your mind and the way you think and the way you used to do things and the way you used to talk or the way you used to act, But I am here to declare and decree today, with God, with God, all things are possible. If, the Bible say, if we only believe. And I just pray today that parents will begin to believe that they can get their house in order. And then the children will fall in order. So I just pray for these kids, you know, and I pray for these mothers and I pray for these dads. I'm, I apologize. Don't let me leave the dads out because they are very, very, matter of fact, they are the most primary person in the house because they are the head. So we want the headship to be in order. And I know in a lot of the households nowadays, there are a lot of single mothers. And sometimes that's 
how I probably get sidetracked in just mentioning women or mothers. But my apologies, because the order of God is God, the husband, the wife, and the children. And I pray, I pray for these dads as well. And that these dads will begin to stand up and and take the authority figure in the house so that the tone of the house. I pray for these dads who definitely are single-handedly raising children. And my heart goes out to the dads who are even considered as absent parents and don't have that interaction with their children. So this this is where I am right now and you know again I, I I have a cutoff time you know but throughout the day I've been just praying I guess I want to say for the family unity so I ask and encourage all of you who are in the household of faith and who are effectual and fervent prayer warriors and the righteous to avail it much that we begin to pray for family unity, and for families to come together and bond, and bond in the admiration of the Lord, and that we can't do that if we don't know God, and he, and in order to know God, he said we must take a yoke and learn of him, and yoke is like something that you tie around you. And when you take that yoke and learn of him, it comes from his word. Because in the beginning, 1 John was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And no matter how God's favor have moved in our lives, it still is important to never lose sight that it's enough of God's word that we are forever learning. Encourage yourself in the word of God and begin to put the word in action in your family, in your home. And I know it's not easy. We can't change grown-ups. And I think about when I was young and the grown-ups could not change me. But there is a God who can change anybody. And if he could change soil to Paul, that always encouraged me in the story of Saul on the road to Damascus. Because I always believe, I don't know nobody who lifestyle was worse than Paul who could go around and persecute Christians. And if I know God, the same God, my God, that I serve, He changed Saul to Paul. He can change anybody. Let's not put limitations on our children. To not believe that God cannot change them. God changed us and God still is on the throne. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Can we rise up and do our part? Are we truly setting an example before them? Or we're just talking about God, but as soon as they turn around, they hear us curse more than them. Or they see us drinking more than them. Or they see us doing any and everything in our houses over them. And then we're preaching to them about God. What part can we begin to put in place 
that when we speak to our children, that the word of God will begin to edify in their life. And at least if they don't take root right then, we can still plant the seed. Amen. Amen. Well, you all have a beautiful, blessed day. Because you know when I get in the zone talking about the goodness of God, oh my God, I can just keep going on and on and on. But I'm going to put a pen right here. And as I said, hopefully, um, because this is a dynamic message. Oh, this is a dynamic message I've been studying on mothers. And uh, God has given me some more enlightenment and more wisdom in order to be able to just provide this information that I know is going to be a dynamic blessing because the mothers carry the babies. And like I said, it, it doesn't eliminate the dad's position. But when we carry those babies in our womb, we tend to have a different type of nurturing spirit over them uh, as a mother. And therefore, the dynamic women in the Bible, because I I, I want to just tell a little bit to just say this. The title of the message that God gave me, the title of a mother does not make you a mother. Now, that's the title of the message. You can walk in a title, but that doesn't necessarily mean you are walking in the description of that title. And that's in any, any position. You can go in your office and you can be a manager, but if you don't have the proper ability and experience to manage something, I can honestly tell you, you may not keep that job too long. That's the purpose on the resume. And so I just want to encourage parents today, if you had to write a resume, of your parental skills, what would it say? What would it say? And I don't, I'm not talking about in your own personal words, because when we do a resume, they don't want to know what kind of person we are personally. They want to know how well we are equipped, my God, to do the job. And when God assigns you as a parent, how equipped are you spiritually in your parental guidance? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. List your spiritual assets and parenting skills. Are you praying with your children? Are you praying for your children? Are you speaking words of blessings into their lives? Are you sharing the word of God with them? Those skills on your parental resume. Are you walking upright before them? Do you live the example of the Ten Commandments? Because we all can buy our children good gifts. We all can give them a hug and a kiss. Oh, my God. And see, if I want to get tight with it, you know, back in the old school days, the daddy who was absent out of their lives, but, but used to see him up on the corner, could give him a gift and give him a little money and a hug and a kiss. But are you putting the word of God? What's on your spiritual parental resume? 
I'm going to come back with that podcast. And I know because the way the Lord done had me still all day, it's going to be on some breakdown, a part, a couple of parts. But I tell you one thing that I can assure you of. It's going to be something in there that is going to change your life tremendously. Because it's going to give you some reference to answer some questions. This is what God told me. This message is going to answer some questions and make a light brighter in somebody's life. So stay tuned in. I appreciate each and every one of you for always coming in and tuning in to my podcast. You know, share it with a friend and stay encouraged. May the blessings of the Lord flow, flow, flow down into your life. Meet all of your wants that are good wants. I want them to meet your good wants and for sure to meet all of your needs. And may as you delight yourself in him, in God, he will grant you the desires of your heart. May you continue to prosper through living and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Until the next episode, you have a beautiful and blessed evening. God bless you. Have a great day. Until the next time, peace out.